are not the master of your house. There are spirits that dwell within. That's a quote from Carl Jung, parapsychologist. He was talking about how there are things within our bodies that we have no control over. And how there are things within our bodies and in our minds, especially, that we do have control over. But there's these parts of us inside that we have no control over at all, like regulating our blood pressure, like our heart beating, like what we're dreaming about, our nervous system. There are things within ourselves that are a part of us, but they almost seem alien. They almost seem separate from us. They, all, they almost seem detached. Because, again, we, we have no control or say over those things at all. They just do what they do, and it almost seems like it's some sort of alien that's taken over us. His, his quote almost took a religious or philosophical a turn. It, it, it sounds almost that way, that there are these spirits that dwell within. It's an interesting way to put it. But it's true that there are those forces within ourselves in which we have no control. None. But there are things that we do have control over, particularly our minds and our way of thinking. You know, there are bits of things in which we can control, and we can use those things to make better lives for ourselves, to improve ourselves. And that's been the topic of of this week. What kind of things can we add to our toolkits to give us our best lives and make us the best versions of ourselves? What things can we do? What things can we change? And not the big, huge, monumental, massive, life-changing things. I'm, I'm mainly talking about those little things. Those little things that we can use, that we can add to ourselves. There are, there are parts of us that we have just let atrophy, that we don't use, that we don't practice. And we eventually sort of chisel out the form of who we will become. But the chiseling never has to stop. We can continue to whittle away and mold ourselves and to shape our lives in the direction which we would like to go. We have a lot of control and say over those things. And I know there are a lot of people that will make excuses about where they live or how much money they have or what they don't have. or They'll, they'll look at their life circumstances and they'll give you reasons as to why they cannot do certain things. And that's not to say that those excuses are not valid. That's not to say that those reasons are not real. And that's not to say that there are things out there that can make certain decisions difficult. Absolutely. But I'm only mainly talking about the little things. And trust me, those little things add up and they make all the difference. Like if you're just saying to yourself you want to read more, well, then just read every day. It's particularly never been easier than ever before wanting to just learn something by just picking up your phone. It's amazing to me all the corners of the world of everybody that have access to smartphones now. There's no reason for you to not be able to just read something, to learn about something. Maybe that should be just a goal. Every week you're going to learn one new thing. Just one new thing. Anything. Whatever interests you. You made a goal that you wanted to just read more, so just read. Take 15 minutes. Take whatever time it is that you have, if you don't have 15 minutes. And I suggested in a previous episode, perhaps if you don't have time to read, 
maybe look into audiobooks in your commute to and from work as you go about your day. Just listen to an audiobook. There are plenty of people I know that do that. You can still get the feeling of, of the book and, and, and learn all about what's inside the book. and you're, you're just having it read to you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And it's perfect for those people that are always on the go that never seem to have any time. So that's a solution for that excuse. And for the people that say they don't have any money to go out and buy books, well, like I said, it's never been easier to read than, well, just pick up your phone. And if you don't have a smartphone, there are libraries that are free. I mean, well, we could argue about them being free or not. They are being paid for by our taxes. But anyways, that's a digression. But it's very easy for you to go to your local library and just get any book and check it out. And read. Listen, there are always ways around whatever excuses we are concocting in our minds. And for the great majority of us, I can't speak for everybody, but for the great majority of us, the people that are saying that they don't have time, they're just not making time. Because we all have time. There are 24 hours in a day, and there are always ways to organize your day to create time. Like this podcast, as an example. There's a lot of times during my week where I don't have a whole lot of time to do much. I record these podcasts in my commute to my day job. To work, I record these. Well, particularly the minisodes, not the big podcasts, but the the minisodes, the shorter ones. These are for the people that are on the go, coming to and from work, who don't have time to listen to to long podcasts. So you know what? I record these when I'm also commuting to work. So we're commuting together. We're doing it together. That's the idea. But the idea is to make time. You want to do something, and you might find things difficult, but there are ways to organize our day to make things happen. There are always ways to carve out 20 to 30 minutes of your day to work on yourself. 20 to 30 minutes is not a whole lot of time. And you could even say 15 to 20 minutes if that's what it needs to be. But there are always ways, even for the busiest of us, Because I tell you, some of the most successful people in the world, they're working on themselves. They're improving themselves. A lot of them read a lot of books. And that's a good way to learn things. Go to the experts. Go to people that have done the work. If there's something that you want to do, there are people out there that have done those things. And you could learn. You could learn ideas and new ways of thinking. So I'm just saying... Let's try to put down some of our excuses, although some of them can truly be valid and things can possibly be more difficult at times. But instead of creating excuses, how about we make solutions? We come up with ways that we can carve out a little bit of time during our day to improve ourselves, because that's what this is all about. Adding things to our toolkits creating happiness and fulfillment and making us our best selves. And I don't sit here in some kind of way of telling people what to do as though I have everything figured out, because I don't. I don't have everything figured out. 
I'm here reading and learning and growing here along with you. And that's what this is about. This is about growing together. This is about finding solutions together. This is about becoming our best selves together. Because as I've said, I am not an expert. I don't know enough. I wouldn't ever declare to come anywhere near knowing enough. That's not what this is about. We are all works in progress. All of us. All works in progress. All trying to find happiness and carve out a little niche for ourselves. Create the best lives that we can and be successful. We're all in this together. I wanted to mention a little bit today about self-esteem. Because I think that a big part of self-esteem is nature derived and but I think the majority of it by far the majority of it is nurture I think that you can be born into a family that are just typically more pessimistic it can happen you can be born into a family where there are issues in the mind it can happen but I think self-esteem is primarily more of a nurture kind of thing. I think that it's who you're surrounding yourself with, it's your family, it's your friends, it's the things that you grew up listening to and experiencing and absorbing into your mind and and your life experiences. It sort of starts chiseling away at your own perspective and your own perception of yourself. Because really, your perception of yourself is the perception of people's perceptions of you, (laughs) if you follow me. People have a perception of you, and you're not always going to know what their perception is. So you are creating a perception of their perception of you. And eventually you chisel away at who you think that they think you are. And you create an impression of yourself. And for a lot of us, that can cause self-doubt and low self-esteem and insecurities. I myself, growing up, had low self-esteem and a lot of insecurities, a lot of social insecurities. I was never comfortable around other people. I was never good at the whole social thing. I never had a lot of friends. I always had really good friends, but it was always small numbers of them. They were always very small circles that I traveled in. Because I never really had a whole lot of good self-value. I had a very poor evaluation of myself. I had very low self-esteem and was insecure. And it created issues with depression and unhappiness and all that stuff. And I think because it is something that is nature but mostly nurture. I think that nurture part, the things that we can control, I think it's something that we can mold and we can change. I really do. So I set out on the goal of nurturing a new perception, of doing things to change that way of thinking. Adding that to your toolkit because it can be a skill just like any other. 
having good self-esteem and a positive self-image, it's work. So therefore, it can be a skill and it should be one that's added to all of our toolkits. So for myself, I began like anybody else should at the very beginning, at the start. I started looking at myself and trying to figure out what it was that, what was it about me that I was thinking so poorly? What were these things that I imagined about myself that were all this negative, where all this negativity came from? Where did it start? What created it? Why was it there? It takes some exploration. It takes some looking at yourself. It takes some time of being really, truly, and brutally honest with ourselves. Because honestly, when it comes to other people that seem to not like you and seem to have a problem with you, I find more often than not that the problem isn't you, the problem is themselves. The problem is very rarely ever you, unless you've actually done something to that person. And in most cases, that doesn't seem to be the case. It just seems to be that there is a problem in insecurities within themselves and they project it on you and then they give you a hard time particularly when you're growing up and your kids and stuff how, how cruel and mean kids can be those classroom bullies and such you know they're, they're looking for ways to make themselves better to prop themselves up to make them feel good and you start to absorb those things and you start to take on those identities and you start to believe those things that people are saying. And that starts out in early childhood. Early childhood development. It becomes such an integral part of who you are that it does become difficult to separate. But it is possible to change our way of thinking. Because for a long time in my own life, I was quite pessimistic and jaded not to mention I was never a morning person. There were just a lot of negative clouds floating over my head. And I decided that I was going to change that and improve myself. And I think that there's no better way to improve yourself than to look at what other people are doing. Not to compare yourself to other people, because as I've said, we, we should never compare ourselves to other people. We only need to compare ourselves to who we were yesterday. That's the only comparison that needs to happen. But you can go to those other people that have changed their lives, that have made positive improvements in their own lives, and look and see what those people have done, because there are people that have been there. There are people that have done that. And there is such a wealth of information out there from experts, from people that have been there, and you can look and see what they did. What tools did they use? What sort of things did they do to improve themselves like there's so many professionals and successful pe people financially that actually spell out and tell their story of what did they do to make their money like step by step I did this and then I did this and then I did this and the equal denominator is it's always a lot of hard work it is hard work being successful is hard work by whatever means you define success. 
by how, whatever definition you use to define success, whatever that may be, it's work either way. That financial or emotional or spiritual or whatever it is, it's work. And there are people out there that share with you what they did that worked in their lives. So that's what I did. I started going out and speaking to a lot of inspirational speakers and motivational speakers and public speakers and I started reading books and I started learning about new perspectives because the only way to get a new perspective is by learning from other people at what their perspective is and then slowly you start looking at hey there are other ways to think about things there are other perspectives there's a whole other way of thinking that you cannot fathom because you can only see within your own eyes. You can only see within your own perspective. You can only believe things within your own perceptions of reality. And you can go to other people and learn what they did and see their perspectives and learn a new way to think about things. So I challenge you that if you have had a low self-esteem in your life and you've had a negative perception of yourself and you think very negatively of yourself, I challenge you to look at yourself in a new perspective. There are other people out there that have been in your same shoes. I know a lot of us like to think that our problems are somehow special. And that they're somehow worse than everybody else's. That's that's the perspective that we all kind of face. Because we all feel like we're the center of our own universes. Because we're only, like I said, living within the perceptions of our own reality. We can only live within our own perspective. But I challenge you to look and see what other people have done. To improve their lives. To improve the way they look and think about themselves. Because there are people that have gone through terrible things, probably similar things to what you have, and there are people that have gone through things that are probably way worse. There are some amazing success stories out there of what people have done to change their lives and to change their perspectives and to change their way of thinking. People that had terrible, terrible situations in their in their lives as they grew up and had poor self-esteem and had a whole lot of people in their lives that were telling them that they weren't going to amount to anything and that they weren't going to be any good to anybody. And there are people out there that have faced those sort of shameful people that have put them down for so long and now they've become successful. But I don't mean just by, by financial means because... Uh, I think success and financial means are two separate things entirely. I don't... Success can be whatever you want it to be. Success can be, at the end of the day, being fulfilled and being happy. Whatever your station, whatever your finances, whatever you're doing in life, success is just doing whatever it is you do to the best of your ability, being happy and being fulfilled. To me, that's what success means. And there's no better way to be happy and fulfilled than by adding things to your toolkit to make your life better. Because it's only going to help you learn, it's going to help you grow, it's going to make 
many different aspects of your life better. In the same way that some of the most successful people in the world are reading books and learning new things. It's because they're expanding their minds and they're making their lives better. They're learning new ways of to look at things and to think about things. So that's my challenge today, is to look at your own perspective on yourself. And if it was like me, where you didn't have the greatest perspective and mindset about yourself and you had low self-esteem, I say, let's look at that and say, you know what, we can change that. And we can then grow and add that to our toolkit and say, you know what, I am a value. I can do whatever it is that I set my mind to and I can improve myself. And those naysayers and those doubters and those people that made you think negatively of yourself and think ugly of yourself and have low self-esteem, none of those things matter because you get to define you. Anyways, everybody, have a wonderful day. Be good to one another. Hug your loved ones. Until next time, see ya.